Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. I always want to press leave meeting for some reason. My finger just like gravitates towards that button. You're like not today. Not today. To be fair, I feel like uh it is an overdue recording session a little bit. Oopsies. Yeah, you have also been begging me to finish this book. <laughs> I have been taking my time. Imagine if I was like on the ball with releasing episodes. Yeah, to be fair, I did uh I read the ending and I was like, you know what, I get it. I would also like to I've I've had to wait one day one commute where I couldn't read and I was like so I get it that was my (laughs) (laughs) thank god I want us to record quickly and concisely so that we can also record the predictions so that I can start the next book (laughs) oh yeah that's true we're doing this all today right now Mm -hmm. To be fair, I actually don't have a lot of notes about this book. Uh, Just for the people listening, we are going to be talking about The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. A very popular book from Book Talk uh, that has been on my list for a a very long time. Um, But I feel like because this book was so, like, kind of young, like, very similar in vibe to, like, Throne of Glass... um, I actually don't have, like, much to say about this book until the end. Yeah. It... But I do have, like, some things. Fair enough. Anywho, do you have a bevy with you? I do. I have a little tea. Ooh. Green. Always. Mm-hmm. And you? Got myself a bubbly. Oh, fancy. Classic. Grapefruit, for those of you wondering. And do you have a reason for drinking? I'm going to stampede next weekend, so... Really? Oh, actually, you did tell me that. That's going to be super fun. I got some fun oh i had to, i had to wear a dress this weekend in order to test it out for stampede weekend you know when a dress is like mm, is it is it gonna hold together mm-hmm. yeah it was it's one of those so i was like you know what i'd rather test it out here than somewhere where there are thousands and thousands of people um 
Makes sense. Held together. Also, obviously, I'm wearing shorts underneath, so it's fine. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's super exciting. I'm not a big country guy, but I still feel like I would have fun. I am like a weirdly massive country guy. I don't know what happened. It was like a slow build. Um, (laughs) Although I'm going to be honest, I don't think I have any particular like taste in music. Yeah, same. Like I will listen to, mm, there's some no's, but it's basically anything. But like, you know, Mm -hmm. country music was like, mm, I don't really listen to it when I was a kid. And then here we are. Going to Stampede. Big day. Hey, what about you? Um, well, since we've recorded last, I turned 26. So that's super fun. Um, we did also see each other for the first time in like two, three yes. years. So that was yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, though. It was a good time. Saw my favorite member of One Direction live in concert the day before my birthday. Um, it was a magical moment for me. Um, I got my eyes tested. Got a haircut. Look at the big things. Wow, big things. I know. All, all equal. <laughs> I hate getting my eyes tested, dude. Like, one, because I don't really like being bad at things. And if you're getting your eyes tested, you're just like admitting that like you suck at seeing. And for <laughs> what an outrageous take. <laughs> you said that as if I was supposed to agree with you. That's not even remotely true. But I just I like, say I as get... someone who wears glasses. <laughs> yeah. You're just getting defensive because you know I'm right. Um, but like, I hate doing the test where they like get you to cover one eye and when you can't like read the thing and I'm just like, oh, this is embarrassing for me and I don't know why. Um, I'm also just like socially anxious, so. I'm going to be honest. It has never occurred to me <laughs> to be embarrassed <laughs> getting my eyes tested. <laughs> I'll think about that next time. Well, I feel like also, like, I very rarely, like, wear my glasses. I wear my contacts to work. But then when I'm not at work, like, because I can't see distance, I can see up close, right? So, like, I'm not, like, you like, if I'm at home, I'm usually studying. I'm at my computer, right? So I just, like, don't wear anything. Um, and I feel like that's like not good like I feel like the optometrist like always wants you to like have something but then they always like kind of like tell you what you're doing like wrong even though they don't know that you're doing things wrong I don't know I don't know what it is I definitely don't wear my glasses uh, as I should I know you're worse than I am so that just blows my mind that you have no optometrist anxiety (laughs) But also, like, I strongly believe that I do not need to see in HD. Like, what value is that adding? 
Yeah, I think the only reason I, the only times I want to is if I'm, like, working, because I feel like. Yeah, like, for me, it's just far distance, so, like, I don't need to be able to see that far. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, don't wear my glasses. Should I? Yes. Listen to your optometrist. Never listen to us. <laughs> Especially when it comes to any, any medical advice, do not listen to us. We do not know what we're talking about. In most capacities, but like especially medical capacities. Although, you know what? I have watched an entire seasons of Grey's Anatomy now, so. Ooh. Might actually be a medical professional. Wow. Crazy. Anyways, I'm ready to get into the book because I've been waiting for a very long time to talk about it. Um, All right. <laughs> The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. This, I don't know. It has a different vibe than I imagined. However, the vibe matched what I imagined later on. It was just the beginning. um, And... Like, for, I was texting Sarah about this, and I was like, <laughs> this reminds me of, like, a children's book. Like, obviously, it's for young uh, young people, so, but it's not, like, a children's book. But this reminded me of, like, a full-on children's book in the beginning. Um, and it, it felt, rather than a cruel prince, it felt like a playground bully. <laughs> That's what I felt like I was reading. For no reason. It had nothing to do with the writing. It had nothing to do with really anything other than the vibe I was getting from this book. Um, And so, yeah, I did not like this for the first several chapters. Oh, yeah. I guess we got to do like spoiler free stuff first. Yeah, that's a spoiler free. I didn't like it for the first chapters. Mm -hmm. I kind of went in feeling pretty medium. It also wasn't really what I expected um, in the beginning. Especially when it comes to, like, like I, I wouldn't really consider this a spoiler. Like, in the beginning of the book, it describes how, like, there are both, like, fairy worlds and, like, mortal, mortal worlds. Um, and the fairies can, like, cross over to both because they're, like, powerful and magical. And, like, the mortal world is just, like, our regular society. That's something I did not anticipate, and I didn't really like it at first, but it kind of grew on me um, later in the books, just because it was so different, but I feel like later on it made sense and it was done quite well. Um, I don't know. I feel like I liked this book. I really liked um, a lot of things from, like, maybe, like, the halfway mark onwards, but then the world building and stuff was... I mean, it's always... Yeah, it... It's a trilogy, so I'm sure it's going to get better as we go on. But I don't know. It's something about. I don't know what it was. It's something with the world was not the world I anticipated. So I know what it was because you always say this. It's not about the way that like the book is written. It's all about the way the book is formatted for you. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Katrina didn't like the fact that at like the top of the chapter pages there's like 
flowers around like it says chapter 10 and there's like flowers and bumblebees and stuff like that and then like to break up things within the chapters there's like a dagger or something and they're like drawn images so that's why Katrina was getting children's book and then that completely threw because like at no point in this book did I get like children's book I definitely got like it's teenager it's more so the (laughs) like when I think cruel prince like I need evil and then the flowers at the front of every chapter I was like this is not the correct vibe I need someone (laughs) to die you Um, weren't um you it had nothing to do with the fact that like the prince was acting very cruelly it was the fact that there was flowers (laughs) yes there's sometimes when I read like very random things take up the majority of my mental space and unfortunately for the first half of this book it was the flowers um (laughs) and that set the tone of the book for me uh but but it did not stay that way the flowers stayed but the tone did not yes i'm very very happy about that um Trying to think of what else I can say. Granted, it's been so long since I've read this book, so. Yeah. I barely remember what it's about, let alone anything that I can, like, spoil. Um, It's another fae book. No one is surprised. (laughs) But a very different vibe. Yes. At least for me personally. At least For the vibe that I have made up, it's different. (laughs) It's different than (laughs) Akatar. Yeah. But it's the same, like, general lore. If anything, I kind of feel like um, this book, at like in certain ways, ha- is is more correct in the Fey lore. I actually don't know anything about Fey lore, so I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just get into the spoilers? Do you have anything else spoiler free to add, or I guess like our overall ratings? Yeah, what do you give it? One out of ten. You mean one to ten? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna give it a solid eight. That's where I'm chilling. All I right. feel like that's just like the the classic. Like it's a good book. I give it maybe seven and a half, maybe seven. Okay. What would you have given it if um, the flowers were still completely controlling your brain? If it was still just flowers in my brain? Like a three. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. It was like it was just like nothing I was reading was like matching what it should. It was just like fully on me though, so that's um my fault. But yeah, I don't know. Like I I liked it. I didn't love it at any point. Like I was intrigued. I'm excited to read the next book, clearly, but I wasn't like I need to not be at work right now so I can read this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I found I was actually, oh, I guess I can say this as a spoiler-free little tidbit, but, like, you and I had very different reactions to this book, like, the first, like, during the first bit. Like, when I started it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm really excited to, like, see where this goes, and I, like, I was, like, genuinely excited to read this book for pretty much the entirety of, like, as soon as I started it. Um, so, yeah, very different. So let's spoil it for everyone. Okay, so the first thing that I want to say, <laughs> when you say that like Cardin was just a little bully or whatever, and you said this to me over text, and I was like, what are you, or maybe it was FaceTime, and I was like, what are you on about? Because, like, one of the things that I actually liked about this book, which I think kind of gets lost in other Fae books, is that, like, the Fae are so romanticized that they never really start out as, like, 100% evil. Whereas I liked in this book that the humans were so, like, separate from everyone in the Fae and that they were actually getting like harassed and literally almost murdered by being thrown into a river. Yes, I I had read the river part and then proceeded to text Sarah. Yeah, it's just like gentle bullying. And Sarah's (laughs) like, what is wrong with you? I really breezed over that. Um, My bad. That was extreme. Uh, I do love, love when enemies to lovers is true enemies. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing like light murder to set the tone. Agreed. Agreed. But that for me was when I was interested. Not, not when, not the light murder, um, Locke and Cardin, when it became like a, oh, what's happening that's when i was like you know what i could read this book <laughs> lock and Cardin. yes like the guy yeah the the two love interests in the book ah uh, okay i thought you meant lock and Cardin together <laughs> It's like, that's a plot line I missed. <laughs> You're like, I did not read that. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Do you mean Jude? I was um, like, what are you getting about this? This is two very main characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who? Uh, we're not even, like, remotely there yet in my notes. But, like, I just want to ask. Because something early on in the book. Whatever. Um. Who did you think, oh, I forget the sister's name. Perrin. Perrin, yeah. Who did you think her, like, love interest was? I think his name is Valerian. Mm. I thought it was going to be. The one who tried to kill Jude. And that Jude murdered. I thought that would have been great. I thought. I need to, it's been so, I thought it was going to be Dane. Oh. Yeah. That didn't even remotely occur to me. 
<laughs> I thought it was going to be Dane because uh, he was like also like kind of took Jude under his wing. So I thought that maybe he was like appealing to both of their like respective interests. And then yeah. I thought he was going to have a villain arc. And then that did not happen at all. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it did not occur to me, but I also thought he was going to have a villain arc for sure. I thought he was going to have a villain arc. I mean, like, he still might, just, like, from beyond the grave. You know? Yeah, like a... Like a creepy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have another note, actually. You know the second one where they feed Jude fruit um, and she's, like, choking to death? Um, I made a note. I was like, I like this level of savage. Enemies to lover, but not too casual. Light murder, I think, is is really what I need. That that I've learned. Yep. Because there's nothing worse own. when would... enemies to lovers is like they're already into each other, but they're like, oh, like you don't look nice today. I'm like, that's not an enemy. Yeah, there's a difference between like sexual tension to lovers and enemies to lovers. Like sexual tension doesn't m- mean that you're enemies you know yeah i need like thrown in the river and almost dying with fruit um i also have something that i could actually say in the spoiler free section but i'll just say now okay this book is giving if i if i had to choose two worlds into you know what actually you tell me if you had to pick two universes and combine them and then this is what this book is what would you pick i really don't know okay well this book is giving me obviously akatar yeah that's like that's i assumed slash narnia and i can't elaborate but that's that's what this gives me you know what? I can kind of see it. I would have never guessed Narnia. That's fair enough. But I can kind of see it. I can, like, visually. Okay, I also kind of want to say that because this book was, like, all over my TikTok, um, not the second or third ones, but I kind of knew that the Enemies to Lovers was coming. To be fair, I would have, like, anticipated it anyways, but I was, like, I was certain. You know what I mean? So I, it, it just goes to show that enemies to lovers can't be ruined even if it's spoiled. Because, like, every little, like, thing that I noticed where I was like, ooh, Cardin has this expression because he likes her! You know what I mean? And, like, that letter where he was just, like, scribbling Jude, Jude, Jude over and over and over again. And I was like, it's because he likes her. Yeah. And it just, I, like, it was still good. I knew it was going to be enemies to lovers. But I didn't actually know which one, I'm going to be honest. So, like, any of the princes could have worked out for me. Um, but at a That's certain fair. point. To, yeah. It was fairly clear. Were, like, all yeah. Oh, my God. That whole plot line with Jude, like, saving the girl from Falcon? 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 The servant 
I hated everything about that. It was so stressful. And also, it, Jude was being stupid. Um, and I do hate Balkan and the way he treats uh, his human servants. However, I do hate that. I hate I hate it when they have to throw in, like, for the story, like, you have to save. They never think of the greater good. They never think of what they're actually doing. They have no thoughts. Um, but, you know, at least it was, like, a good no thought. Well, not a good no thought. Yeah, no. It was, like, good intentions. It good intentions. horribly. It ended, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ended bad. Ended as bad as it possibly could be. It, and it was it also was like darker than I was expecting. So dark, so dark. Like when the like when she was like picking up rocks and stuff, and like I didn't think twice about it. And then she re- Jude realizes that it was so that she could be weighed down in the water so that she like wouldn't live. I was like, yo. I simply cannot handle this. <laughs> I um also love uh any ballroom, any dancing, anything like that in a fantasy world. However, Agreed. specifically this one I love when Jude and Cardin are dancing and she's like describing his outfit and she's like it made me conscious of how easy it would be to kick me savagely once we began dancing. <laughs> I was like, yay. Also, back to the whole, like, um, Valerian situation. How did you anticipate that was going to end? Because I didn't think that Jude was going to kill him. I feel like this book got really dark in the end for, like, what it was. For yeah. being a children's book. That's why the vibe did not continue for me. Um, (laughs) People started getting murdered. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly thought Cardin would do something or maybe Locke. Um, I didn't, like, I assumed one of them would, you know, burst through the door and save the day. Um, I didn't think it would resort to Jude murdering for the first time ever. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know. I thought, like, maybe he'd find out her secret and would, like, start to manipulate her in some sort of way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would be, this is my enemy, I will now murder him. I thought there yeah. would be more to that storyline. I also wonder if Valerian's curse, I, I mean, I feel like it's just gonna... It's just going to happen. But I feel like Valerian's curse is going to come into play more aggressively in future books. Because he says, like, I curse you three times. Um, I curse you as you've you've murdered me. May your hands always be stained with blood. May death be your only companion. May you. And then he, like, dies. Um, So I feel like she's going to be doing a lot of murder in the next book. Yeah. Perhaps. Especially because Harden will not be her companion. Yeah. 
There's a lot of plot twists in the end of this book. Um, so many plot twists in the end of this book. I did not. First of all, Dane. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I did not anticipate an entire royal family being murdered with the exception of two small young boys. Oak also didn't see coming. I was like, damn. Did not see that coming. That was that was a twist. And Jude crowning Cardin. I was like, I need to go back a chapter to see if I missed something. <laughs> I was like, was that supposed to happen? I did not think that that was going to happen. Although I'm very, very glad it did. Um, I thought, because Jude and Carden kiss like Mm -hmm. three quarters of the way through this book. And, like, they're not, like, together or anything, mm-hmm. but they, like, realize they kind of have a thing for each other, whatever. And I was like, oh, it's, like, book one, three quarters of the way in. But they're already together. This is terrible. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, she does the meanest thing possibly ever and now hates her. And I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like enemies to lovers back to enemies we'll see if they become lovers again i don't know because can he ever forgive her for what she did i don't know he doesn't forgive her until like the last 20 pages of the last book i will not be okay yeah so that was a that was a very exciting like five chapters i don't even know how many chapters that was but yeah it was a good time i feel like it was like yeah, around the last quarter of the book. What are your thoughts on Maddox? Oh, I do not like him. Yeah, I don't like him at all. I feel like he kind of, like, went from, like, villain to, like, good character back to villain for me. Because for a while I was like, oh, you know what? He is doing his best with two, like, human children. But god damn. The things that he decides to do. And he's just, like, way too aggressive and, like, militarily driven. I just, I don't vibe. What about you? Well, he did steal children from the mortal world and then kill a whole bunch of people. (laughs) So, (laughs) not my favorite. (laughs) I think it's definitely not like my favorite quote, but it's definitely one worth mentioning. But it's when Jude is interrogating Cardin. And I like another thing that I like in this book is that like the fae can't lie. And I feel like that like has it was kind of like touched on in Akatar, but I feel like it they ended up just like disproving it and being like, oh no, fae can lie. Like they can like weave around stuff. But like in this book, it's like no, fae cannot lie. Like unless like they're like completely changing the subject like they 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 can do their best and like Cardin is I guess really good at it but like it's really it's a lot more difficult for them so and I like that it's actually like a point in this book but when Jude is interrogating him and I forget what the question is oh she's like asking him why he hates her um and he says most of all I hate you because she like eggs him on for a while because he doesn't want to 
reveal it. And then he like really frustrated. And he's like, most of all, I hate you because I think of you often and it's disgusting and I can't stop. And I was like, it's because it's just time. No, you know what my moment like that was? When you find out what uh, Cardin was told Taryn to make her cry. I don't remember this. Oh my god. You you know how he made her cry and then Jude was like, How like how dare you make my sister cry? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But like later in the book you find out that the reason he or she was crying was because Cardin told her because they all knew about Locke and Taryn mm-hmm. was like, they're doing this because of you. Like you should be taking the brunt of like the bullying not your sister like you mm-hmm. so basically he was defending um i know and i was like this is beautiful mm-hmm. defending in secret though because they still don't like each other i love it i really just like can't emphasize enough how much of like a masterpiece the last like i want to say like 20 pages of this book was where like everything kind of wove together and everything like early on especially like going over my notes now and it's like a lot of things that I didn't really think about or like I thought maybe they would be brought up in future books um it really was just like jam-packed into one book like even just like the fact that uh she poisoned Maddox and herself because she was doing that thing and I was like yo brilliant brilliant and I, and then the whole like switcheroo and like even like uh fucking vivian taking oak to the mortal lands and stuff like that like every single teeny tiny little detail really just like was brought back in like a 20 page fucking mic drop from the author <laughs> like yeah the the ending is basically like a mic drop and i like how yeah, I forget which book we were reading, but it was another like series, and I felt like there was not like a proper wrap up of the story at like the end of uh, whatever book we were reading. This one isn't like that. Like there are things wrap up. There's endings. It just doesn't have to end, you know. Yeah. Where I hate, I hate uh, like series where there's like nothing ends, and you're like okay well the book didn't have to be over you just kind of stopped it mid-book now yeah I like it in books I feel like it mm, was it Dance of Thieves but like the second one Vow of Thieves that you're thinking of where it was like too many endings I don't know Mm, no no it was I forget what it's called Crescent City, I think. Oh, the first or second one. one of the. I think it was the second one. Maybe the it was one the we second. had way more beef with. Too many endings. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think with like this, like I feel like with book series in general, I like it when one book has like a main problem. And then for that to be resolved, and then they find out about another problem. And then that's, like, what we know the next book is about. And then the same thing happens. Like, I feel like that, for me, is just, like, a good structure. 
And it's like, I like when things are like actually wrapped up, not just like, I don't know, like haphazardly wrapped up. Yeah, not like it's paused for today. <laughs> I don't like See that. you next time, folks. <laughs> yeah, because then it just feels like the book could have kept going, you know? I agree. I fully agree with you. Another honorable mention quote from uh, Cardin is, How has the night been going for you? Mine has been full of dull conversations about how my head is going to find itself on a spike. I liked the crazy coronation scene it was chaotic and honestly a lot of the characters that died i like didn't care about but it was very wed red wed red wedding from game of thrones very red wedding terrifying not as terrifying as the game of thrones one was obviously this is a children's book um (laughs) but you know definitely threw me off either way yeah man I didn't even I think I was so into the book that I did not sticky note anything um (laughs) because like the last my last sticky note that I have where I and I sticky noted it because I was like what the fuck um but it's, it's just a line that says phase four Cardin whispers to me still believing we're on the same side so I have nothing after that. Yeah, I I was also unsure if I was like misreading something from before. And I was like, is he not on the same side? I was like, well, what is happening? A lot of things. A lot of things happened. That I do not have notes for. So <laughs> do you have anything to add? Do you have notes still? Nope. Well, we did it a quick one, which means we get to record the book talk um yeah i mean do you have a favorite character it, you know it's law uh, not lock oh my god that's so dark <laughs> garden obviously garden it has to be garden it has um, to be garden there's no possible way yeah and do you have a favorite quote? I actually do. Um, it is. There is no point in fighting if you're not intending to win. Um, mine is, and I actually only have one this time. The odd thing about ambition is this. You can acquire it like a fever, but it is not so easy to shed. Beautiful. And then obviously most of the things Cardin said uh, were brilliant. Which is beautiful and brilliant. (laughs) Well, um, next book club episode, we will be doing the next book in the series, obviously. Um, The Wicked King by Holly Black. Um, I will not be reading the back of the book this time because we're going to quickly record a book talk doing our predictions um and we'll read the back of the book at the end of that if you want to follow us on social media it's at book on instagram and book at gmail.com for longer email inquiries
and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.